welcome to another... The official podcast of The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. Do you hear that, Ern? The Leaky Cauldron. Just go. You're wasting time. Welcome to Pottercast, your number one audio source for Harry Potter news, theories, discussion, as well as info straight from the makers of the books and films themselves, like me, Matt Lewis. I play Neville Longbottom in the Harry Potter films, and I'm very happy to be here helping introduce your hosts, the Pottercast trio, Melissa, John and Sue. Lemon Sherbet, Lemon it's Pottercast 68? Yes. yes. 68. 68. 68. The Happy Holidays, Philic Edition, Part one Yay. happy holidays to you. Happy See, we sang there. We done. did good. And we did good. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Pottercast number 68, the House of Lunatics. Mm-hmm. And who was? This week. <laughs> what do we have? What do we have this week? We've got it's all musical themed. It's Yay. the music show. Not only do we have the first batch of your fantastic holiday filks. Yes. But we also have a special report from the holiday wizard rock Yule Ball up in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Rockin oh yeah, baby. that was fun. Massachusetts. I wish I you were there, John. I was there in spirit, actually. In spirit, the Hungarian Hornpills a- um, uh, set their whole uh, set dedicated to me. I heard the seven-year-old he did. did. Really? He's a big fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I wasn't going to go, but um, I saw Alex from the Remus Lupins the night. I think the Friday night before. And he convinced me. And I said, what the heck? Look, I'll be spontaneous. And I just got on a train and, and went up to Boston. And I'm so glad I did because th- there is just something so special about being in a room. It's the, sa- it's the same reason we love these live podcasts that we do. Anyway, let's do all that in a minute. Before we do anything else, as always, we got to hear from our friends at Borders. Our very good friends. Today's Pottercast is brought to you by Borders. Borders. Get a magical start to your holiday shopping by visiting Borders for all sorts of bewitching books, spellbinding music, and enchanting movies. Pottercast listeners can get 30% off any item at Borders by clicking the coupon at the top of Pottercast.com. Visit BordersStores.com to locate the nearest Borders to you. Also this week, this podcast is brought to you by Buena Vista Home Entertainment's release of Step Up. Incredible dancing and awesome music fuel this exhilarating and inspiring movie. On DVD, December 19th. Quick announcements, as always, it's getting towards the end of the month, and if you want to show your support at Podcast Alley, you only have a couple more weeks to do that. You can do that by going right to Pottercast.com. On the right-hand side is a little box. You put in your email, press a little click, and that's it. You voted for us. Mm-hmm. Also remember, Pottercast is doing a live show from Phoenix Rising. You can you can sign up for that at thephoenixrises.org. We hope to see you there. And that's all I've got on my little announcement sheet this week. John, any fun announcements? Fun for announcements us? from John. Let me think here. Um, um, holiday shopping is going well. I have heard many people have bought me things. Lucky. Um, I have yet to update my wish list in the Cauldron Shop, but I sure intend to. Me like too. all of you um, should be signing up yeah, for your the cauldronshop.com. Cauldron Shop wish list. All right, we've got lots in the show, but first we have to go hear from our friend Sue. Sue, give Sue. us some news. The news Sue never Sue's. stops, baby. <laughs> Not even for Christmas, I'm man. I'm dying to hear the States. news. We have both book and film-related news to tell you about this week. First up concerns the most recent attempt here in the U.S. by a woman in the state of Georgia to have the Harry Potter books banned from libraries as she claims the books promote witchcraft. After several rounds of appeals, this time the Georgia State Board of Education voted without discussion to uphold previous rulings by a local school board to keep the Harry Potter books available on the shelves, and they will indeed remain there for now. 
Laura Mallory, the woman who has waged this campaign to ban the beloved series, says the books are, quote, mainstreaming witchcraft in a subtle and deceptive manner in a children-friendly format, end quote. School officials who have supported the presence of the Harry Potter series on shelves noted that banning books with references to witchcraft would also mean classics such as Macbeth, The Chronicles of Narnia, The Lord of the Rings, and even Cinderella would also have to be banned. Ms. Mallory is currently considering an appeal. Well, on a more positive note now, new placeholder artwork provided by Scholastic, the U.S. publishers of the Harry Potter novels, has now appeared on the Book 7 page on Amazon.com. This new artwork is all black with stark white lettering that reads Harry Potter and dot 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 and the words Year 7 below it. Please note that while no official title nor release date for the last Harry Potter book has yet been announced, many online retailers are announcing that you can register or pre-order, if you will, and will be notified when the book is in fact ready for actual pre-order. Hmm. Turning to film news now, the December 18th issue of Newsweek magazine contains a new interview with Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix director, David Yates, where he says he is having the time of his life working on the fifth Harry Potter film. He also gives praise to actor Dan Ratcliffe, who he says, quote, You can see his determination and ambition, and he can switch things onto sixpence, so I can't wait for people to see what he's achieving, end quote. There is also a new photo of Mr. Yates and Mr. Ratcliffe, and you can see a wonderful high-res version of this in our galleries. Finally, word is out now of a possible time frame for the release of the Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix DVD, as Licensed Magazine previewed a bit more of the new products we can expect to see next year. The magazine seems to suggest that the DVD will be out by Christmas of next year, which kind of makes sense since the film will be out in July. Other great tidbits include word of new things such as a Snape action figure, yes, and a Death Eater mask toy, as well as a Lucius Malfoy interactive wand game. Ooh, and no word if a photo of actor Jason Isaacs will be on the cover of the box to a game about his characters one, but we can all hope for that, and I'll let it go with that. Right, for much more in the latest in the Harry Potter news, you can always find it at leakynews.com, which is updated daily. And back to the show we go. Well, I'm excited because by this time, it's the holiday time, and by this time, possibly next year, we will have our Order of the Phoenix DVD. Bring it on. Ooh. I want I know, it. No, shocking. I want it possible and how many commentary tracks was there gonna be i don't know including i heard that they were gonna get professor sprout to come back and do a commentary for the fifth film see it's the anti-hufflepuff movement that they've they've just taken her out of the the movies and it makes me i don't understand it because she contributes so much to the books i'm sorry sue she does those mandrakes of the day well what happened about those mandrakes and she was given proper credit for it right. in the second trial. I don't know. You know. I would have had a whole parade in her honor if she saved <laughs> kids' lives. Well, how about Sue had the parade at Lumos? That's so right. Was man. Covered. She I did, I guess. <laughs> Which we missed because nobody told us it was going on. And there at I that was. Time. I, I saw was some there. pictures, though. Oh, sad. Sad, sad Sue panda. Sue and the, okay. the, the Australian Hufflepuff. Oh, Erica, man. She rocks. She, yeah. All the Hufflepuffs <laughs> that were there, they were fab. But, okay, can we... Okay, well, but just saying that this DVD is, is exciting and that, you know, this is the first time that we kind of had like a time frame, which makes sense because if the movie's coming out in the in the summer, usually, in, I mean, the time between the DVD, the movie release and the DVD release is getting shorter and shorter, so it makes sense. I mean... Yeah, they're sort of getting good at this now. Yeah. It's like it's all digital. It's cool. All right, well, hopefully the last bit of news that we should yes. be talking about here is um, 
We hope this is the last stand of Laura Mallory. Let's hope. In Georgia. Aww. Oh, my goodness. That woman. Can somebody like tell her, her that she's not going to win, like, ever? <laughs> she cracks Can me up. Can someone tell her? She's hilarious. It's like, it's like the Hufflepuffs banned. trying to win the House Cup. It never happens. Oh, John. No. They don't what succeed. Do but they try and, and try. That woman is a Hufflepuff. I'm sorry. She too. is not. Because you know what? <laughs> such a- she, that woman is the muggle of the worst type. She is the muggle okay, of right, the worst you're right. type. Oh. You're right. She's, she's more of a muggle. Babe. But if we had to put a house on her, I'd say she's of the evilly hardworking variety. A you know there are evil muggle. Hufflepuffs. Oh. Dude doesn't answer. Well, she would take the little <laughs> online test to see what house you're in. There's, there'd be a good chance that's where she'd be. Yeah, she must be slithering yeah. because she's been so persistent Why? in trying to, you know, shoot this stuff down. I mean, you know, see, see? but you just you just called her slithering with the Hufflepuff trait. Yeah, totally. I, I'm. She's, you know I mean? she's not magical. not all evil. Belongs. I'll go back to, to my slithering. statement. She's a muggle. Is she, okay. is she, okay. is she brave? No, she's is no. she is she no. smart. She's Vernon Bursley's. Long lost sister. No, she's no Gryffindor or Ravenclaw. Is she uh, cunning? Okay. Yeah, I'm not having this conversation. I don't know. <laughs> let's let's talk music and magic, fun things. Anyway, I am excited. What what kind of things can we look forward to from this year's Filk Batch? Oh my gosh, so it's many, so many different sorts of filks. Our filkers are hard at work. Year. We have and we have it this week and next week. We'll have two, out. so you can spread out your musical joy. So be fun. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I just I just can't mm-hmm. wait because last year's was so good mm-hmm. that for this year's to top it, mm-hmm. I don't know. They're just I just still had I remember having fun with these things because uh, I usually have a lot of driving to do around mm-hmm. the, around the holidays. So um, a lot of the radio stations play nonstop Christmas music, but I'm like not many of the radio stations play nonstop Harry Potter Christmas films. So I was yeah. pleased that I had that in my car at that time. Yeah. Okay. Well, before we do that, why don't we do the the Wizard Rock, our little Wizard Rock segment first? I yes. love Wizard Rock. Can I just say how excited <laughs> I have? I'm such a big, huge fan of them. We all know this, and and that you got to go spend time with Alex and and the boys from Boston and and the Drake and the Malfoys, because boys from Boston, of course, Harry and the Potters. Let me tell you about first them. of all. Let me <laughs> let me tell you about Draco and the Malfoys. <laughs> Sue and I were just talking about this before we started recording. Mm-hmm. You look at any picture where they're posed, they're doing these like crazy face yeah. moves with their <laughs> fingers pointed out and they look all evil. Um, uh, uh, Brad and, and Brian are going to hate me for this, but it's a lie. Aww. They are the, the quietest, nicest guys. They so they're nice. so like mild and meek, but their persona on stage is very rare. And it's so funny because it's just, oh, it's just so I was lo- not actual. I know. Reality. They were so nice when I got to meet them at Lumos and I just thought oh, I mean yeah. all these guys are great. They're just fabulous and yeah. they're just having such a great yeah, time. You know, and it's 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 evident in everything they do. Yeah. I, uh, some people that were new to me that I really enjoyed were the Whomping Willows. Oh cool. Mm. Um um really fun song about Ron and what he did to yeah. what he did to him um with the Anglia. Oh cool. Oh um, nice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you have to hear them. It's fun. And they had a non-Potter band playing called Jason Anderson and, and the Best, oh. which was, a, it's a really good friend of Paul DeGeorge's, actually, who mm. is Harry Potter, Year seven. And um, they played just lots of fun, raucous music and some Christmas music, some really oh, good cool. covers of Christmas music. So much fun. I'm just telling you, we had a blast. But the story of the night was the little seven-year-old. Oh, yes. Yeah, the John Noe fan. <laughs> yeah, the John Noe fan. The Hungarian horntails. And basically, this guy does... This guy, this little kid who is 
so wise beyond his years, gets up on stage and says things like, are you ready to rock? Yeah. You know, like stuff like that, that you'd expect coming out of, you know, Mick Jagger's mouth and he's seven. And he basically took stuff from his, um, what's that garage band Mm -hmm. in iTunes, uh, in Apple and, and basically sings and screams over it. It's so cute. It's so cute. It's like, you go. And his uh, rock band. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, um, lots and lots and lots of fun. So I've got a lot of interviews with the boys and a lot of clips from the show to play for you about now. It's going to be a big show. Big show. Better get get right into it. (laughs) Singing death Melissa here reporting live from the Wizard Rock Yule Ball in Boston. So what are your names? Scarlett Richardson. Danielle Kempert. And Scarlett, you're dressed as? Hermione Granger. From? Harry Potter. From? Goblet the, Fire. The Yule Ball. The? The movie. Ah, there we go. <laughs> and you are dressed as? Hermione. Where is she? Dresses in blue. Right. And you've got a beautiful blue sparkling It's actually my prom dress, dress from my senior year. She's so, like Cinderella. What yes. made you guys want to do the whole actual dressing up in you? Because it's kind of cold out here in Boston. Uh, because we love Harry and the Potters. And we've seen them twice in concert in Austin and we, we had to. We had to. Did you travel here from Texas for this? Yes. Yes. Solely for this, but we're staying a week so we can see, you know, sightsee. Like we did the Freedom Trail and sure, we yeah, visited tell Harvard. Sure, that. When I say Christmas, you say rocks. Here we go.
Potters. It makes you go to two, three-hour concerts. Is it Harry Potters or is it the other bands or is it the combination? <laughs> Which oh. bands? Draco and the Malfoys. Oh, why? I really like. Well, they didn't even play at the last one. I know, but uh, it's the kitsch camp that you love that you embrace in this moment, and you go, of course. They're Harry and the Potters, and of course it's fabulous. Or is it that you think they're cute? <laughs> uh, oh, wow, <laughs> It's okay, you can admit it, we're all girls. Okay, so we're here at the Wizard Rock Show. I'm here with Brian and Brad from Draco and the Malfoys. And Brian confided to me earlier, I'm really not good with secrets, but um, he told me he was nervous. Yeah, I am. It's, it's the biggest show of the year, so... Maybe it's because uh, because I feel like it, because it's the U ball, I feel like there's a certain expectation. Yeah, this is like the, the WrestleMania of Wizard Rock. Yeah. yeah. They look they look way more like Draco Malfoy than we ever will. But they're not even dressed as Draco Malfoy. They're dressed as Draco and the Malfoy. What a rock. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, well, you're going to do just that very shortly. for about 12 years. So the experience isn't quite that new, but I have to say that 
there's nothing like wizard rap shows. It's amazing. How so? What's different about it being wizardy? I would say that just about everyone involved has a really positive attitude, including the musicians, um, the the crowd, obviously, and then I think that just rubs off on anyone who's like at the club at the time. Like the bartenders are happy. Like just anyone who witnesses all this positive energy can't help but be happy. that I couldn't wear because it's too hot. But I, I, I figured formal wear, you know what I mean? I don't want to get tagged as Ron Weasley here, so I... And as, you'll see, and as you'll see from the pictures, what's on the back? I had a friend of mine paint a phoenix on the back of the tuxedo because I am a big fan of the Order of the Phoenix. So tell me, so you open the show. Is it, ner is it, is it nerve-wracking opening for this kind of event? Well, today we had two sets, and I, I got to play... Um, in the middle of the last show and I opened this one and it was just a great feeling because everyone was so excited the anticipation in the air was so palpable that just to harness that and play a few songs, get the crowd pumped for Jacob and the Malfoys really was a, was a great experience. So I was happy with my slot actually. Everyone was really excited and not too sweaty yet. And you, now that you've come down a little bit, to Brian of Draco and the Mouthwise, now that you've come down a little bit from your set, are you able to, I mean, we were nervous last time we talked, yeah. you were nervous. Are you able to relax a little bit now? Yeah, I'm feeling a lot better. I'm feeling just completely elated. Um, you know, Wizard Rock fans are the best fans in the world, as far as I'm concerned. And uh, they just prove it every time we play. Now, Bradley, I noticed, by the way, we're sitting in this back room that, I mean, you'd think that Motley Crue was in here with the kind of, yeah. <laughs> the kind of junk that's strewn everywhere. Bradley's just changed from a Slytherin tie into a Gryffindor tie, and I watched Draco and a Malfoy go to Harry and a Potter. So can you, come here for a second. So you play in both these bands. Is this a regular thing now? Pretty much, yeah. So what's it like? you got to go to both sides of the fence. Um, well... Actually, Draco Malfoy uses a uh, polyjuice potion to make himself look like Bill Weasley. That's why he has red hair and he's like cool and not dorky, and, you know. But the set is an hour and a half. You're sort of screwed. Well, no, it was Draco who did it earlier. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm Bill now. Draco can't play drums to save his life. So Draco's the imposter. Oh yeah, totally. Uh he, he had me like locked in the bathroom for a while. <laughs> Excellent, thank you. So I am here with seven-year-old Darius. Darius, what's your last name? Wilkins. And what's your band called? The Hungarian Hotel. Man, you had a lifetime of wizard rocking and you were only eight. Yeah. How many cities have you played? Uh, I can't count. Okay. A hundred. A hundred. What made you want to start a rock band? Well... 
I had an old Harry Potter rock band called the Sirius and the Blacks, but, um... And how old were you when you did Sirius and the Blacks? Five. Oh, it's early years. I really... I really never... There was already somebody called the Sirius and the Blacks. So we, um... So we took the name the Hungarian Horntails. Why the Hungarian Horntails? Well, I sort of like dragons at the time. Tell me about your music. Tell me what do you do? Well, I play guitar and sing, and my brother sings as well. So do you both go up when you do this? Yeah. yeah. Wow. So what's one of your songs? What's the title of one of your songs? Well, Dragon Rock Rules. Dragon Rock Rules. What are some of the lyrics? Dragon Rock Rules! Dragon Rock Rules! All the time! Excellent. So what happens after you play a show? Do all the girls come up and they want to kiss and hug you? Uh, no. No. They usually want, like, their my autograph. Or they want to buy my t-shirt or CD. Well, that's good. This is Darius' father, Ian, and just tell me about how this how this happened. We first heard Harry and the Potters on a college radio station. We heard two songs, and we went home. We looked on MySpace, searched on the internet, and it, we found their songs. We found their band, and we we just couldn't believe it because we were totally into Harry Harry Potter at the time. We read all the books, you know, bedtime stories, and. Uh, it just took off from there. We went to see them at the Free Library in Philadelphia the summer before last. And uh, so he decided to record all of his own music at home. He does all the, his own recording, posts it on MySpace all himself, records it on GarageBand on his home computer. Uh, and then it uh, took off from there. Paul and Joe uh, contacted him and said, we love your songs. And then uh, a day or two later, they played a surprise house show in, in uh, Allentown, where we lived at the time. And uh, we said, we live here. You know, we live right there. And they said, you have to play with us. They wanted Darius to play. So that was his first show with those guys. So, I mean, had he been musically inclined before, or is this something well, he picked up out of nowhere? We, we have music in our house at all times. Boys, there's guitars everywhere, you know, amps or whatever, uh, keyboards, computers, so. So what's it right like for you now that he's a little, he's like the littlest matinee idol around here? I know, it's kind of weird, I guess, but as long as he enjoys it, then it's okay. You enjoy it, Darius? Yeah, I do. Okay, then.
This podcast is brought to you by Buena Vista Home Entertainment's release of Step Up. When Tyler Gage, a rough and streetwise hunk with raw talent, finds himself doing community service at a school for the performing arts, he also finds Nora, a beautiful and privileged classically trained dancer who's searching for a new partner. Spying Tyler's smooth moves, Nora decides to take a chance on him, but as they begin training, tension builds, tempers flare, and the differences in their backgrounds explode. On DVD, December 19th, rated PG-13.
me, help me, he's looking around. The killings and muggles all over the town. All the mark is coming tonight. He knows we want to kill him. He knows this is our home. Without our father, God, we're doomed. Yes, he's our only hope. You better watch out. You'd better go hide. You better not pop. I'm telling you what. With powerful curses, hard and trust, the Bellatrix warm tail right on his side. Run, run, Henry, for love is valid and fruit is left. 
Severus. Oh, um, good morning, Headmaster.
I love Alex that, and, and all these Wizard Rock people. I mean, I'm like into all these people because there's so many great ones. There's like the Moaning Myrtles and Oliver Boyd and the Remember Alls and all these really great Wizard Rock. They didn't go to the Yule Ball thing, but there were just so many cool ones. And I would love to sing with them, man. They should do some more. We should, next year, we should invite Sue, them do you to know come that for our Philcast. Alex almost got me on stage. <gasps> oh. He did. He Lucky. did. He he asked me to do no, dude. He was like, "Yo, you have to do the ba ba ba's with me in the song." And I was like, "I was like, I was like, you don't understand. Your song will melt in front of your no. eyes. You don't understand." And so, and so he's like, "No, no, 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 I'll bring you out. Don't worry about it." But then it just, it just never. It got confusing and stuff, yeah. and I wasn't going to go out there if I wasn't dragged. So I did not. But but all everybody went out and did his little ba ba ba's in his song with him, and it was really cool to see like Harry and the Potters right. and the Draco Malfoys and everybody just. Rocking together, What's and everybody came out at the end and said, "In one of his songs, he has the backgrounds. Uh, the background music is ba ba ba. You yeah. know, like like very sixties. Yeah, well, like you know. one of our songs. Yes, yeah. He's just so cool. See, I would love to sing with Alex. That would have been just all right. Well, next, well, next time, Sue. That that would be. We'll tell Alex to get you up there. Do it. I was like, I'm going to stay right over here. Crowd surf at the Yule Ball. I want Sue to be the, the Flitwick and crowd surf with everybody. Oh my God, how fun would that be? I would love that would be to see that. I, 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 I'd be Mosh Pettin. I'd be Mosh too. That would be awesome. God. That'd be so fun. So I'm not surprised that you've Mosh Pettin before. I know. I mean, I, I mean, you think I'm just this demure little sweet Hufflepuff, but baby, no. I'm at a party. We have fun. It's Mosh I bet we could. I bet we could ask Warwick how, we, uh, how to crowd surf on Harry Potter fans. <laughs> That would have been so fun. Now, if see, only we a... could get an interview with him. He's the hardest yeah. person to talk to. Stop. <laughs> You're so bad. You're so terrible. See, you what? are. You, these Slytherin moments come sliding it out. Is. It's so, I mean, just stop. You're like obsessed. Obsessed with what? Work, David? With the Muggle Boys. You're obsessed. No. Yes. <laughs> I'm okay. just talking. Well, what are you guys doing? I mean, Christmas is upon us. Christmas is not too far away from now. I will be spending it in Ohio, kind of near, uh, closer to Sue than I am yes. now, certainly. Yeah. Well, I'll be back in Ohio with my at, at Pop, so I, I could be near there you, you John. Yeah. You think there's going to be some snow? I hope there is. I hope so. Although, <sighs> that's the only time I like it is at Christmas, and then they can just do without it, you know? I think that's it's funny. good luck for the whole upcoming year to have snow on, on Christmas morning. I know. Because you gotta have a place for Rudolph to land, you know. Those reindeer need that totally. snow to land safely. Well, I don't know about you guys, but um, ever since I see, I saw Harry Potter number one, it is Happy Christmas to everybody in my household, and not oh, Merry right. Christmas. That's such the British you know, thing. I find, it is weird, but I find myself saying that more and more. It must just be Potterish, running off, rubbing off. Happy Christmas, you know. See, that's my wish. I would love to go to the UK to go to either like England, London, or to Scotland. I mean, because I want to go there bad, but at Christmas time, don't you think that would be fun? I just would love it. It'd be fun. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. They get a lot of snow out there. I don't know. I think that they do. Scotland. Yeah. Yeah. Scotland, they do. Mm -hmm. Well, that was fascinating. I know. I know. Everyone's like, anyways, (laughs) Filks. Filks, you guys are awesome. I care about weather. I know you did, John. Weather is very fun. Well, anyway, I can't, I can't get that uh, get that rocking around the Christmas tree song out of my head, though. Rocking around. Well, now I can't either. I hate you. Tree. How do you pronounce that kid's name? The um, Blath. The Blathnet. 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 Yeah. Is that who that is? That girl. She's a girl. I never, I never say that right. She sends. I know who's a girl. Yeah, she's. 
What did I She's say? the one that made that Dollish video for you, right? When you were sick, Dollish the the trailer thing. Yes, that was her. Was yes, that was awesome. And that and that hilarious uh, uh, Harry Avatar about Draco. Right, right, right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, this person's all over the place. You know, it was funny, at the end of the Yule thing, I had um, one of the Draco and the Malfoy songs in my head, and I was uh, sort of excited about it, because mm-hmm. you know when, when you get somebody's song in your head, you want to kill them, but they're not standing in front of you? Um, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, where are they? And I turned around and found them, and I was like, I got your song in my head! You know, it was like the first time and only time ever I could actually, like, punch somebody <laughs> for, for getting a song in my oh. head. It was, it was nice. It was nice. Um, anyway, Filks, you guys are amazing. Thank you again. Yes. It is not we a contest, you. so don't be expecting a winner to be announced in 26 weeks. Because we we're never, never going to do it. announcing winners. So everybody is a winner. Even the people that didn't make it onto this show, you'll most likely be on the next show. And it's, Aww, it's for, like no, the for no good of- reason <laughs> other than it's just we have to, you know, cut them off somewhere and push them to the next show. So <laughs> do not be discouraged. Well, well, speaking of the next show. Speaking of the More next music, show. music, baby. Another Philcast. Watch for it er, a little earlier than, than normal. Mm-hmm. We want to get it to you with plenty of time to enjoy before your happy Christmas mornings and your happy holiday mornings or evenings. All that good stuff. Alrighty, people. Then we'll see you then. Happy Christmas. We, we shall see you then. Safe travels. Mm-hmm. You're going to be traveling. W. Three. Oh, and about time to. We've missed it. I confess myself disappointed. Now, if you two don't mind, I'm going to bed. Great, Scott. No wonder. Look at the time. We've been here nearly four hours. Spooky how time flies when you're having fun. <laughs>